This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. On today's podcast clip, we have Professor Rachel Kennedy from the Ehrenberg Bass Institute, University of South Australia. Some new insights. Another key industry experience I had was in Israel, where I was the international marketing manager for a high-tech computing company. Mm. So the owners of that business were straight out of the Israeli army where they were working on major defence projects <laughs> and that they were given the right to commercialise some of the technology out of the Israeli army in return for having done extra time to finish off key defence projects. So my job was to help set up joint ventures and sell that expertise as quickly as possible around the world because once people were aware of it, it would lose some of its value. So that gave me an amazing insight in terms of international marketing um, that's been enormously useful since. Wow, okay. So, and then you made the transition to academia and what was your thinking in that, like moving from industry to academia? So I was in the hospital setting and I didn't want to continue down the health track, partly because my father's a doctor, my mother's a nurse, my brother's a doctor, godfather. I just thought, I need to do something other than healthcare. (laughs) They're all very caring, but it wasn't using my marketing skills. So I thought I would transition and become a wine marketer was the thinking back then. I had no idea. A lot of people in your family were doctors. In the medical field. Wow, that's I'm interesting. I'm the real doctor now, Zach. And that's actually a funny debate that we'll have after this podcast about who's the real doctor um, in terms of whether it's people with PhDs or people who work in medicine. I um, think both have value to give. <laughs> Seems like that's an argument you've had in your household as well. Married to a doctor as well, so it might come up from oh, time to time. Have you heard the uh, you're a fake doctor? Oh, you have Well, in the days of fake news, yeah. no, no one's been brave enough to say that to me yet. <laughs> I took it in jest, but then I had a look and I'm like, actually, PhDs were around, or using the doctor title, for about three centuries before medicine. So you're just a few hundred years late. Who's the fake doctor? (laughs) Before that, I think it came from the church, actually. So I suppose we're all fake. Anyway, so you came to UniSA and wine marketing, is that because of the influence of Larry at the time? No, that was before Larry. I'm oh. dating myself now, Zach. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, completely fine. Who, who was that then? Uh, Tony Sporton. Oh, of course, Tony Sporton, yeah. And partly it was because what were the opportunities within South Australia and the wine opportunities were big and a family background yeah. with winemakers and, yeah, so personal interest, I thought it would be a good thing. And some of the initial projects we got when we first started engaging with industry were wine-related. Wine so I could see the opportunity to explore that further. Yeah. But once I started down the advertising route and we set up the institute, I realised, you know, there were so many other opportunities and in terms of history of the Institute, Mm. we started jumping on planes because there were no head offices in Adelaide in terms of getting exciting or interesting marketing research type projects. So lots of trips to Sydney and Melbourne to get to the Australian head Mm. offices. But we also relatively quickly realised that they didn't have budgets for research and often weren't making the big decisions about brands and advertising. So started going on planes to London, New York and overseas. And so suddenly we realised the world is, you know, a marketplace and didn't need to just focus on what the strengths were in South Australia, but that could deal with, you know, the biggest brands in the world. And yeah. that's the journey we've been on ever since. 
I mean, I think it's a, a really cool story that I think everyone would actually like to hear. So, um, you know, you sort of mentioned briefly that it was right in the early days. You know, you had this email sent out by the vice chancellor, let's try to become more engaged with industry. And it was literally going out and knocking on doors. In Adelaide, is this how it all started? Absolutely. I've still got the first report I ever wrote. Really? It was just focus groups and, you know, (laughs) we literally started with nothing apart from brain power and our knowledge and, Who's Who's we at this stage? Um, So Byron Sharp Mm -hmm. and myself in terms of people who are still here and Sharp was heavily involved in teaching but absolutely here and involved um, others who are not here now, but John Dawes came relatively quickly. Ooh. Jenny, I think, was at Romanic a little bit after. Yeah. Uh, so some people who've come and stayed, others who were here and have left and done and other things. People who keep going and leaving and then uh, coming yeah, back. Yeah, definitely like those <laughs> who've gone and come back. Mel recently. <laughs> um, okay, so and then you realise, you know, there's only a limited amount of opportunities with the wine industry in South Australia and then... Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.